You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Thank you for staying with us on Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Selensky along with Isaiah Jillick, and we are here at St. Anne's Catholic Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, we've had a wonderful show so far this morning. We had uh, two guests that ta- talked about the men's and women's curcio that will be happening here in a uh, couple weeks in Dickinson, North Dakota. And we just spoke with Sarah Swafford um, about just kind of, I guess, her her talks, um, her... her um, Experience at Know Your Faith competition, which Isaiah was part of that as well. So, been a very blessed morning, Isaiah. Very much so. A lot of fun. Good topics. And I'm blessed to have you beside me. So, thank you for being here today. Mm -hmm. My pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) So, we have our next guest with us. um, No stranger to Real Presence Radio, Ed Konichka (laughs) from the University of Mary. Welcome, Ed. Thanks. Good morning, Karen. No stranger, that's right. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> well, no, no stranger for you because you've, you've been with right. us a lot and we, we appreciate everything you do um, with all your organizing. And again, you are going to be organizing a very special event coming up at the University of Mary in a couple weeks, the Vocations Jamboree. So yep. do you want to just maybe tell the listeners a little bit about you and your role um, at the University of Mary and also with the Vocations Jamboree yet? Sure. Uh, so again, my name is Ed Konechka. Uh, I live here in Bismarck, obviously. I actually live across the street from the university, so I get up to about 50, then I coast to work. Uh, <laughs> and as the assistant director, it's fun, as the assistant director of university ministry, uh, I work with our student ministry team. Uh, and you know, ultimately, our goal is to help our chaplain and our director, Father Balk, succeed in his work. We create uh, a space on campus for students to encounter Christ. Uh, we're responsible for all of the liturgies, uh, adoration, uh, people's holy hours, confession times. We also run retreats. Uh, I'm part of a, an effort with the diocese. Neil Abanya at the diocese is actually a U Mary alum and uh, was a student who worked for me. He's the director of youth and catechesis right now for the diocese. And we established something new this year we're calling deanery retreats. And uh, university ministry has a long history of going out and doing parish retreats for confirmation classes, but we're limited in our range. So this year we're doing five uh, significant retreats, one in each deanery in the diocese. Actually, on Sunday we'll be in Dickinson doing one in Dickinson. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's a little bit about the office. Uh, We're also tasked with the March for Life every year, Mm -hmm. and uh, we do a new student retreat. This last year we had 250 students on our new student retreat in the fall, which was fantastic. Uh, we're helping with the pilgrimage to the National Eucharistic Congress uh, with the diocese and the and the university. We're kind of spearheading that because we do the March for Life and we kind of know what that's like. Sure. And then Vocation Jamboree, which is actually it's one of my favorite events that we do all year long. It's probably the hardest, uh, except for <laughs> probably not the National Eucharistic Congress might be the hardest this year. Yeah. <laughs> in a normal year, right? <laughs> Vocation Jamboree, uh, but it is so fruitful and so good, and uh, and I love this event. Mm-hmm. And it, it's um, it's very interesting because I've attended now the last two years. I think mm-hmm. the fruitfulness of it is just meeting the different people from all over. It it is amazing the people that you guys bring in. You know the vendor part of it, and um, yep. you know, maybe you can speak a little bit about that, Ed, because I just. 
it's a, it, it truly is amazing how many different, you know, um, orders, the different sisters, um, you know, I, I can't even name all the different people that are there. So maybe yep. maybe tell our listeners a little bit about a little bit about that. Yep, and you know, it's primarily it's it's primary intentions for our students, but community do come and and encounter this, and it's beautiful. And so, we, its primary focus is to invite religious communities from all sorts to campus. A secondary side to it, though, is we also have other. Um, so we call them service organizations. So if a service organization is looking for someone who, uh, example, would run Totus Tuus camps for a summer, mm. Totus Tuus sometimes comes and says, hey, you've got great students. We would love to have them be our Totus Tuus missionaries. Uh, Net Ministries comes, Focus will set a booth up. And so the real goal is to help our students ask the question, like, how do I give my life away in love? Right? And so the religious communities, that's the bigger. Like, how do I give my life away? Am I called to a religious vocation of some sort? Uh, but secondarily, how do I give my life away this summer or for a year? Uh, what does it look like to serve as a missionary? And so we'll have, I think right now, I think it's 47 different communities between wow. religious communities and service organizations. Mm-hmm. And so, Karen, what you said is right. One of the things that happens is that uh, you'll meet... Uh, like our sisters will be there, the sisters from Hankinson will be there, and you've got, uh, or, or Yankton, South Dakota will be there, uh, all kinds from, you know, a number from our state, but then from across the country. You'll have some that are in, in habits, some that are not. You'll have religious brothers here, like the monks from the Abbey will be there, and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, depends on people's schedule, what else is going on. Uh, and so what happens, one thing that happens is you see there's a variety of ways people are living out their religious vocation. Communities are living out their religious vocation. But they're so joyful. Mm-hmm. And so you see a contemplative, and you see somebody who's in active ministry, and they're joyful. You see somebody who's habited, somebody who's not, and they're joyful. And, and, and it can open up to a student, because sometimes religious life is portrayed on all of the things you give up. Like, we do that as humans. We focus on the negative, right? Well, if I'm going to become a priest then I'm not going to have a family, I'm not going to this, I'm not going to that. But then you walk around with, and maybe you sit and visit for 15 minutes with a priest who is happy and joyful and fulfilled, and a young person can say, you know, maybe maybe that is uh, something that I should look at. Um, normally, I, uh, this year, Emma Thorpe is in our office. Uh, Emma is doing more of the, the tracking, so I don't know about the schools, but uh, in the past I've been able to do that. Like Trinity comes every year, Bishop Bryan's mm-hmm. at Mary's High School. Um, Shanley, if they can, it's, it's hard for Shanley because it's a hall, uh, and to work that in a school day is tough. Uh, but high school students, too, they'll, they'll walk around and spend, like St. Mary's last year, I think they spent the entire afternoon with us. Trinity tries to get here by Mass. It opens with our big 10 a.m. Mass. And so high school students, too, walk around and, and are asking the question, you know, where is God calling me in the big scope of my life? Well, and Isaiah is a Trinity grad. So, mm-hmm. Isaiah, did you have the experience of going to the Vocations Jamboree? I went four times in high school, wow. all four years of high mm. school. I believe my first one, it was either 2015 or 2016. Um, and it ended up being a 
pivotal moment, an absolutely pivotal moment uh, in my faith life. I was not living well as a high schooler, and it was uh, it was through one of the booths at the Vocations Jamboree that really started to turn me around, actually. Um, and I, George Weigel was the speaker that year, um, the mm-hmm. biographer of uh, John Paul II. And so, yeah, and so I was just like to bring that up. So, yeah, obviously, um, I am still experiencing the fruits of that one year of going to the Vocations Jamboree. Um, what have you seen either in other high school students like my fellow uh, Titan alumnus or you marry kids? What are some fruits that you've seen personally in the students who've gone around uh, to uh, visit with these religious and lay uh, lay ministries? Well, first I want to playfully say, why are you interviewing me? You should be interviewing <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> story, He's good, right? isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> keep going, keep going, right? Yeah. <laughs> question, like, do you remember who it was that you met with? Oh, I can't remember. I know it was a lay. It was a lay table. I think it was like a college. Uh, I can't remember if it was like a focus table or anything. All I know is there was a trifold billboard with a bunch of random pictures on it, and they were giving out free copies of Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. Oh. Um, and so that's Good all memory. I remember. Uh, I could even tell you where in the gym it was, but because <laughs> it used to be held in the gym, I believe now it's in the Lumen Vitae yep. Center. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yep. um, so I don't remember the group. I just remember the face, the look, and the location (laughs) but that's actually good that doesn't Mm -hmm. bother me at all because that actually speaks to the story right you Mm ask what the fruit is in our students right Mm -hmm. and and that's a great that's a great result like you you just made my entire day you know that right (laughs) (laughs) see it was a blessing Mm -hmm. it it is and so um you know the, the the hoped for the desired fruit is that we create an environment where these kind of encounters can happen, and then students are open in this environment to the moment where the grace of God can penetrate a heart in an unexpected way. Um, last year, when I said you guys are great, Karen, because I have had enough time on Real Presence Radio. You guys are very kind to the university. You're very kind to me. And last year, you and I uh, were on mm-hmm. at Book Jam, and we interviewed two students, mm-hmm. right, Colin and Morgan. Yep. And those two students were selected because both of them were going to pursue... Uh, religious life. Colin Prom uh, is in seminary right now, uh, and Morgan entered religious life uh, as well. And mm-hmm. so, um, would they have without this event? Very possibly, uh, but um, but maybe not. And so, uh, the fruit is in in open conversations and moments of encounter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they had beautiful. They were beautiful witnesses last year. Just their stories were so inspiring. In fact, one was from Trinity, I believe, right? Isn't Morgan? Morgan Ellis, right. yeah. Yes, she, yeah, she's Morgan. From yeah. She's my second yeah. cousin. Oh, <laughs> Southwestern North Dakota. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. We good. had our first North Dakota moment of the day. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Three steps of isolation from everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we are getting ready for a quick break here, but, you know, we have, oh, there's so much to talk about with the Vocation Jamboree. It's just, it's a beautiful event, and um, we're just, we're excited about it. We're, Real Presence Radio will be there, Ed and I will be on again. So I guess we must have we must have did okay, Ed. Obviously, they asked us to come back next year or this year. (laughs) Neither one of us got fired, so that's That's good, right? right? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing. So, well, we're going to take a quick break. We're visiting with Ed Konichka from the University of Mary about the Vocations Jamboree and lots more to to tell you about it um, with their keynote speaker that's going to be there. So stick with us. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live 
where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI presented by Leonardo Filippis of St. Luke Productions. Celebrating Sunday. Christians are Sunday people. What does that mean? Before we ask ourselves how we observe Sunday, we have to consider what we Christians actually celebrate on Sunday. The real and first reason for celebrating Sunday lies in the fact that on this day Christ rose from the dead. For the first time, someone returns from the dead and will not die again. But Jesus did not pass quickly into heaven. He did not simply shed time as one might shed a worn-out garment. On the contrary, he remains with us. The Feast of Sunday is therefore, above all, a profession of faith in the resurrection. Very early in the history of the Church, Christians asked themselves, why did the Lord choose this day? According to Jewish reckoning, Sunday was the first day of the week. It was therefore the day on which God created the world. It was the day on which God ended his rest and spoke, let there be light. Sunday is the first day of the week, the day of creation. That means then that Sunday is also the day on which we give thanks for creation. Creation has been given us by God as our living space, as the scene of our labor and our leisure in which we find both the necessities and the superfluities of life, the beauty of images and sounds which we need precisely as much as we need food and clothing. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter, and be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, and thank you for staying with us. We have a wonderful show here today. Um, wonderful guests, the first hour, and we are visiting now with Ed Konichka from the University of Mary about the Vocations Jamboree. I'm Karen Selensky along with Isaiah Jillick, and i um, very blessed to have Isaiah here. It's amazing. A young man knows so many people and has been part of so <laughs> many things with mm-hmm. with um, our show today. So I guess we were blessed to have you fill in for Father Holcalter today. The blessing's all mine. Absolutely. Thank you very much. So mm-hmm. thank you. Well, Ed, um, we left off on a really good note. And, you know, maybe we should tell the listeners the date and maybe the where they can find the schedule. And then we have, a, I think, a funny story to share with our listeners today from you. Sure. Uh, the schedule is on the university website, and so it's www.umary.edu, and then backslash vocjam, V-O-C-J-A-M. So it's the vocation jamboree, but nobody wants to type that out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just vocjam. Mm-hmm. And the, the dates for it are March? March 12th or 14th. Okay. So does the... The, the real, actu- real date for your audience, though, we should be clear, is Wednesday the 13th. That's what I the thought, yes. The 14th is when all the folks are on, on campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to make it a conference for them, too, so that they get a little bit 
And so Tuesday night is really about pouring into the vocation reps. We love doing that. Mm -hmm. And then all day Wednesday, the community is welcome. And then Thursday is set aside so that if a student has a significant encounter with somebody, they can book a one-on-one Thursday. Mm. And so Thursday really creates a space for continued conversation. Sure. And so you have a keynote speaker coming in, and she is scheduled for what day and what time, and is it open to the public? It is open to the public, and that is Wednesday night. It's a keynote. I believe it's at 7 p.m., but actually, as we talk, I'm going to look right now because I don't want to misspeak. So I went to votejam.edu, and uh, yeah, it's 7 p.m., and that is in Founders Hall. Uh, and, uh, and this keynote is Monty Alvarado and, and she's a heavyweight. She's really, really impressive. Uh, she is currently, uh, the president and COO of EWTN news. Oh, that's cool. Before that, she was a lawyer, uh, a lawyer for the Beckett fund. And she's, uh, tried several religious liberty cases in front of the Supreme court. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, and that's it, I think that's inspiring for us with Real Presence Radio. Um, you know, EWTN is affiliate of ours, so um, that's going to yep. be an exciting keynote. I think I. So, is that going to be recorded at some point where people could see that after if they're not able to make the vocation jamboree or not? I don't actually know. That's a good question. I'll I'll try to find that out and get it mm-hmm. back to you. The thing is that it's usually up to the speaker. Mm-hmm. Right, some speakers are fine because they want to. You know, it, it doesn't affect them. Some give enough talks, and and they don't want to get ahead of their own message. Right, sure. To mm-hmm. be honest, and so mm-hmm. it, we have to ask each time. Uh, do you mind if this is recorded? Some speakers uh, have let us record them and then send them out on individual requests. And so, if somebody is interested, uh, they can reach out to the university. And if we don't put it out publicly, sometimes it's on our YouTube channel. It really depends on the speaker. Uh, sure. But I know, like, uh, one year, I don't remember the speaker was, but the school, uh, St. Bernard, Bernard's in uh, 48th was interested. And we were given permission to send the link to them, and they watched it uh, at the school in some capacity. Oh, and nice. so, uh, it, yeah, it depends. So if somebody is interested that and can't catch it, uh, they could reach out to us, university ministry, and we'd be able to get it to them if we have permission. Okay. And, and so, again, just to reiterate, so it's... Is there a charge to come to this, or they can just show up? Nope. No registration is required, right? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, All I, right. Again, so let me check because uh, I'm going to go to the same place. I'm going to the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a registration, uh, but it's so that we can track on uh, just how many size, you know, all of that. Sure. Uh, it's on the website. Okay. Um, actually, that looks like it's just booth registration. No, nope, people just walk in this year. Okay. Looks okay. like you just walk straight in. Yep, and if they want to come early, uh, there is stuff like the the, the uh, booths are all day long. If they really want to join us for mass at ten a.m. too, if, if somebody's free now, it's harder during a working day. But but our Wednesday liturgy uh, is uh, we invest a lot in it. Mm-hmm. It's it's everything we do on a Sunday we do again on Wednesday for our students, and the religious will be at that mass, and then the booths open the rest of that, and then again in the evening uh, you've got the keynote. But if somebody's got uh, you know is working and wants to come. They can come after the the booth stay up almost to the keynote, and so if someone comes later in the day, they're not missing anything. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, yep. 
and and the mass is beautiful um you know if you're able to attend that i know i mean the, the, you know the chapel is is packed and it's mm-hmm. um it, it is a, a beautiful ceremony so very much so I yeah the 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 acoustics in that chapel especially with the you marry uh some of the you marry singers is just beautiful um so yeah the event the day is packed with all sorts of fun events it's a really fun day I, like i said uh, earlier i remember it well with the booths and some of the booths having some fun mini games but uh along with that fun uh there seems to be a famous story of a racquetball story of Brother Simon uh, from the Francis, uh, Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. Can you can you speak that to that a little bit, Ed? Yeah, I don't know if I would use the word famous. <laughs> <laughs> Infamous, yeah. Yeah the, yeah, the first or second year that we held this, uh, the Franciscan Friars were here, and they stayed at our house, actually. We were a host home for it. And I have pictures of them on the trampoline with my kids. It's actually fun <laughs> because... Two of the Franciscan friars and two of the focus missionaries from Umeri who were hanging out with us and my son were all on the trampoline. And uh, so uh, Brother Simon heard that we had a racquetball court. And he got really excited and said, do you play racquetball? And I said, yes, I do. Can we play? <laughs> and his enthusiasm should have been the warning, but I didn't need it. And so I, I, went, I was too excited myself because I don't get to play enough. And so the next day he came actually to the the day with the expo and he he went over and whispered to me, I have my shorts on under my habit. And I, and then I started clearing that I might be in trouble. Right? And so we played racquetball and, and uh he was ridiculous. Hmm. And the the part of the story that makes me laugh is there's a move in racquetball, you can hit the ball short to the front wall. Mm-hmm. The other the opponent has to run up to get it. And then you've got them pinned against the wall. And you can either go for a lob shot to the back corner or you can drill it at the wall and try and hit them with it, right, playfully. Mm-hmm. And it depends. If the person's fun, you can do that. So I did that. I hit it short. Brother Simon runs up to hit it, and I drill it. And it bounces up the wall right back at him. And he casually hit the ball between his legs with the racket from behind him. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm tapping out right now. Somebody else take my place. Oh, right? that's great. And so... It is, but that's what this event's about, right? You don't when you take yep. six and fires of the renewal, right? Yeah. Now in my mind, I've got three images, right? Brother Simon in his habit, Brother Simon <laughs> jumping on the trampoline with my kids, and then this ridiculous shot between his legs an a racquetball mm. court. Yeah. They're real people with real lives, with joy and enthusiasm, following what the Lord has asked them to do. Yeah, yeah, and I, I I've been able to meet quite a few of them, and now that they've there's a few of the you know sisters that are here um mother mary joseph campbell and stuff and that have been mm-hmm. out there and just their stories and their witness to faith is just it's amazing you're right i mean the joy and the um the enlightenment and and the humor though because mother mary um mother mary joseph spoke this weekend at the women's lenten retreat at corpus christi and i'll tell mm-hmm. you she's mm-hmm. got wit and humor that mm-hmm. is just beautiful mm-hmm. so yeah we are very blessed Next but. time you meet her, ask her who the president of her fan club is. Oh, okay. Fan well, club. we're going to have yeah. her on as a guest here coming up, so I'm excited. Okay, I'm going to ask her. Put that question down. Ask her who's the president of her fan club. Okay, I will <laughs> do that. Thank you, Ed. So okay. we are getting close to the end of the segment. It's been wonderful. I don't know, Ed, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners about the Vocations Jamboree or uh, about um, your, your role in it or if you need help with anything or uh, what would you like to share? You know, for those that can't make it, what's on my heart is that they, if they can pray for 
uh, the fruit of that day, whatever the Lord wills, and that our, the hearts of our students and any community that come are open, particularly young adults uh, who maybe uh, have, are still in the discernment phase. Uh, a lot of homeschool families will bring their kids through. Uh, you know, the high school is coming. So if someone can join us, I expect... Uh, an unbelievable keynote from Monte Alvarado. Yeah. Like if they can join us at mm-hmm. seven, I, I really think it's going to be uh, worth everyone's time. Uh, but if they can't come to be praying, I know a lot of like our Sarah Club folks, right? They're praying all the time for vocations. This would be a great day for anybody in your listening audience to say, hey, you know, this Wednesday in March, I'm praying for the vocation call of all the young people that are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amen to that. Because, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think when you also said about um, the different, not only um, orders that we have out there, you have service organizations, because I think like the Knights of Columbus yep. and different people are there yep. as well, correct? That's Is right. It? Yep, Knights of Columbus have a table. Yep, and is uh, Sarah Club? Sometimes the state comes, but we have our own Knights of Columbus, Sarah Club. Sometimes they have a table, but they're there. And okay. uh, we usually put up a several uh, diocesan vocational directors will be there, and they share a booth. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just religious orders. You know, a number of our students from Minnesota, their vocation directors are often there. Father Dosh will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so our, our own diocesan vocation director will have a, a booth. You know, they kind of share that one, but yeah. Sure. And again, if, if you're interested in looking at the schedule, um, you can find it at umary.edu backslash V-O-C-J-A-M for Vocations Jamboree. It's scheduled for the public on March 13th. Um, wonderful day. You can join them for Mass at 10 a.m. that day, and then the keynote is that evening at 7 p.m. So um, we mm-hmm. appreciate you taking the time today, Ed, to be with us and looking forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. and. I guess we're going to do part of that show again. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, good fun, guys. You make this so easy and enjoyable. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Isaiah, any last words on the vocation jamboree that you want to share with anybody? Yeah, no, just once again, uh, thank you, to, uh, Ed, for all the work he does putting it together. And, yeah, just once again, a real deep encouragement to go ahead and uh, give it a shot. It is just a really fun day, uh, the mm-hmm. biggest grace of the day. You could just walk away just saying, I had a really great time. Or like me, I had a really pivotal uh, faith experience uh, there that really uh, really saved my soul and uh, ended up being an influential part in my vocation story. And so, uh, yeah, please go. You never know how God's going to work, whether through religious life or some random guy at a table with uh, trifold billboard and pictures. Um, God speaks through uh, thousands of ways. So it's, it's definitely worth your time. Yes. Well, thank you for staying with us. Um, we are going to take a quick break and we have um, our last guest in the studio here. Uh, coming up, we will have, let me see, David Tomasea. I think I said that wrong, but I'll get the correct pronunciation here. So stay tuned with us. We will be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. God's blessings to all of you today as you are listening to Real Presence Radio. This is Father Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. What a wonderful gift and a grace that we have And our holy church is that we have a holy mother, Jesus' mother, who loves us so very much, and she prays for us. Isn't it wonderful to have a mother on our side, a mother who prays for us, a mother who loves us as Christ is our brother? Then that means that Mary is truly our mother, our spiritual mother. 
And so as you pray that beautiful gift of the Hail Mary, let each of these prayers be as roses that is presented before her holy feet and she brings our prayers and lays them before her son, Jesus, and all of us. Always listen to our mother. Listen to what our mother is asking you. Come to the Savior. Come to my son. Come to Jesus Christ. Did you know you can listen to Real Presence Live anytime on any podcast platform? Just search for Real Presence Radio on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and on the Real Presence Radio website. Then subscribe so you don't miss any future shows. If you like what you hear, give us a good rating so other people can find us as well. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. What if you could earn a degree that offers the best of both worlds, an MBA and a master's degree in philosophy? The University of Mary offers one degree that combines world-class business training with a careful study of life's deepest questions through their combined MBA, MA, and philosophy program. By earning one degree in both philosophy and business online, you will rigorously engage the big ideas needed to address professional challenges. Visit catholicprofessional.life. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.